confidence becomes her. A woman that embodies the true essence of her being. On this journey, she discovers who she is and what she carries, her value, her worth, her uniqueness to which no one can strip her of. Confidence becomes her. She's ever evolving, ever growing into her greatness. She is multifaceted. With each new chapter of her life comes the reveal of something spectacular. Another level of her giftings like a present being unwrapped. She's like a treasure box, a never-ending supply of hidden treasures, gems and jewels that surface as she walks through every trial and circumstance life throws her way. She is resilient a world changer. She's a masterpiece, a work of art, one of a kind. Confidence becomes her. Welcome to the Confidence Becomes Her podcast, where our mission is to help you upgrade your confidence, embrace your uniqueness, and step into your greatness. I am Marlene Abaugh from MarleneAbaugh.com, your confidence coach and mentor. This is season eight, episode 63, called What to Not Do While in the process. A big hello to you if it's your first time joining us here on the Confidence Becomes Her podcast. Welcome, welcome. And if it's not your first time, you already know, I like to say welcome back. Let's all stay connected. Join the Confidence Becomes Her community at MarleneAball.com. Once you do, you're going to get a free tool that will help you on your journey to becoming your absolute best self every single day. You can follow me on social media at Marlene A. Ball on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you are really enjoying it, I want to encourage you to share it with your sister circle. Lastly, I would love for you to leave a review as well. Thank you in advance for all of that. So our theme this season has been, it's been called the process. So far, we've covered what it is, why it's important, what happens while we're in it, and what we should be doing while we're going through the process. I really encourage you to listen to all of the past episodes if you haven't already, but pretty much what I'm calling the process is anything, any situation, any trial, any circumstance that we go through in life. It's designed to help us discover so many wonderful and amazing things about ourselves. It causes those uh, hidden treasures to surface, our characters developed, our resilience muscles uh, get some exercise. And we also looked at Joseph in the Bible as our example, how he went through so many seemingly terrible things, but each and every one served as preparation for his ultimate promotion in life, which was basically, uh, you know, that he was second in command to the to the king. He, he ended up running an entire country, okay? Each circumstance provided him with a opportunity to not only discover his gifts, but to cultivate them as well. We've also been using some analogies throughout the season, um, some analogies for the process, right? Like a tree that actually starts out as an itty-bitty seed and with the right mix of water and light and warmth and soil, all the proper nutrients, it then sprouts out into a tree. It eventually becomes a huge tree. The other 
analogy we've been using this season is the metamorphosis that takes place with the butterfly. You know, it starts out as an egg, then it goes through some weird looking phases, and then boom, it eventually breaks out of the cocoon and a beautiful butterfly emerges. See, we're all always being processed while going through the process. But we now know that we're just being prepared, right, for our next level, our next promotion in life. So last week, we talked about what we should be doing while in the process. We should embrace the breaking that has to take place, right? We have to, you know, there's some things that have to break open in us. We should embrace that. We should keep our thoughts, our words, and actions positive, and we should stay prayerful. So now it's all, it only makes sense. It's only right that this week we chat about what we should not be doing while in the process. <laughs> so thing number one, there should be no constant complaining. No constant complaining. Google defines complaining as expressing dissatisfaction or annoyance about something. Quick question. Do you like being around someone that is constantly complaining? Mm-mm. Like almost everything out of their mouth is a dissatisfaction or annoyance of uh, about something or someone. You know, typically I do not enjoy spending long periods of time around people like that because I find them draining. They drain me. You know, you try to get them to see the positive things in something and they still, they still find a way to make it negative. Now, hear me out. I know we're human beings and it's only natural for us to be filled with feelings and emotions. And uh, for some of us, we are very, very expressive about how we feel. However, we cannot let our negative feelings, we can't let any negative feelings, I don't even want to say are, let's not even claim it. We cannot let negative feelings consume us because, you know, what is that really going to accomplish at the end of the day anyway? Is is it going to make the process go any faster? Mm-mm. Nope. If anything, I think constant complaining prolongs the process. Now, I'm not saying don't feel your feelings because your feelings are valid. What I am saying is that at some point, you have to take control of your emotions and feelings and not let it run and rule you. Make a decision that once you've already expressed multiple times how you feel about what you're going through, you know, your situation, uh, your process, put your focus elsewhere like on the things we talked about last week. This week's podcast is sponsored by our Confidence Activation and Strategy Call, a sure prerequisite to your purpose journey designed to activate your confidence on a deeper level, identify and address your primary limiting belief, provide strategy and tools needed to maintain your new level of confidence, and so much more. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes for more details and to schedule your call today. The second thing we should not be doing while going through the process is having a bunch of pity parties. Man, I used to be the queen of 
pity parties back in the day. Okay, so I can definitely tell you a thing or two about them. The woe is me thing, ladies, it is so not cute. Trust me, feeling sorry for yourself is not where it's at. I promise you that. Nothing good comes out of hosting a bunch of pity parties for yourself. Again, it's okay to feel your feelings, but Don't get stuck there. Don't stay there. Don't let it consume you. See, pity parties, to me, they're like a trap that leads you down a dark pathway. It's like the doorway to letting a lot of other uh, negative and awful uh, feelings and emotions to come in. I think it's normal for us to want to figure out why this particular thing is happening, right? And, And we can ask that question two different ways. You know, the first way is the the pity party kind of way, which is more like, oh, why, why is this happening to me? And and asking it that way, it takes you down a negative pathway because the next thing you know, you're going to start speaking and thinking about all sorts of negative things. You start recounting and replaying every single trial and situation you've ever been through since you were a baby, you know, making you the victim. Again, what does this actually accomplish at the end of the day? This yields nothing, nothing positive, nothing fruitful comes out of having the pity parties. In fact, I think they actually end up making us feel a whole lot worse. You know, the second way we can ask this question is, hmm, why is this happening? What is the lesson to be learned here? What goodness can I extract out of this situation? What would happen? What would happen if we actually train our minds to always look for and to find the good in every situation and everything we go through. You know, I heard it said that things do not happen to us, but they happen for us. And that the better question that we should be asking is, why not me? You know, an example that comes to mind of a situation could be something like the loss of a job, which is def- uh, definitely devastating, uh, you know, of course. But You know, I've heard of a lot of people who've used that particular situation to start a business and they end up making six figures or they hit millionaire status like in no time. That situation, that process that they went through birthed something amazing. The last thing I feel we should not be doing while going through the process is magnifying the situation, you know, blowing it up so much bigger than it really is. You you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? How with a magnifying glass, it makes something that's very tiny, very itty bitty, it makes it look so big. You know, the cool thing about going through the process is that it does not last forever. It does not last for forever. It may feel that way, you know, while you're going through the thick of things, but every process has a beginning, a middle, and an end. That thing has an expiration date, okay? It's only for a season. See, like with the butterfly, it does not remain in the cocoon forever, right? It eventually has to break out. It's designed that once it's time there is up, that it breaks out the tree 
It doesn't stay locked up inside of the seed for forever. It eventually breaks through and starts growing. So let's not dwell, right? Let's not dwell on or constantly focus on the trial and circumstance that's happening. That is my point. Things are not always as they appear to be. So put the magnifying glass, step away, put it down and step away from it. (laughs) Let's magnify the fact that this thing that we're going through is only temporary and that when it's all said and done, that we're going to be all better for it. When it's all said and done, you're going to be all better for it. See, life is all about perspective, isn't it? Know that I'm not talking at you because your girl is in this with you. We are in this thing together, okay? I think a great scripture, an awesome scripture for us is actually James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4 in the message translation. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, it says, Consider it share Consider it a shared gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed not deficient in any way. In closing, it's so important that we not focus on the wrong things while we're going through the process, right? Not even trying to skip out on it. Because again, we we just heard like the scripture says, right? We need to to let the process do its work because we get to become mature, well-developed, and we're not going to lack anything. We're not going to be deficient in any way. You know, It's extremely important that we not let our emotions and feelings get the best of us. We have to, we have to, have to keep them in check. We are, so going forward, we are not going to be constant complainers. We are not hosting any more pity parties, right? And we're not going to magnify the things we're going through because we're getting rid of the magnifying glass, (laughs) All right, so that that's it for this week's episode. Next week, we're going to continue on with our chat on this well-needed topic called The Process. Until next time, talk to you soon.